Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Joined as always by my brother, Brian Whitner. Brian, how are you doing this evening? I'm good. No, no, no fancy nicknames or anything for tonight. No, because I, you know, Brian, when I first met you, you and I didn't get along very well. But over the years, we've grown fond of each other. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. yeah. Huh. Twenty <sighs> plus years will do that to you, I guess. Eh. Well, it helps that we mm. live in two different states. That's true. Yes. Oh, welcome to the show, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages. Before getting on with the show, I want to spend a special shout out to our to the podcast friend Lauren, who is not only the first person that ever called into the show, but she has a toothache. So, 20 minutes ago, uh, she took um, something for what the hell did she take? Um, I don't know. Uh, Health, I know. Um, she took oxycodone, and nice. Uh, so she's probably knocked out right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm thinking she's been asleep for at least five minutes. Um, at least. And yeah, so th- this show's dedicated to her dreams because yeah, that's all she's. Snoring away. <sighs> mm-hmm. Well, in other news, we've got some shows to talk about, Brian. Oh, my it's, God. Yes, we do. It's Saturday night's main event, 13 and 14, and then the main event. It's Hogan, Andre, in the rematch from WrestleMania three, featuring an evil twin referee and plastic surgery. Classic. But first, first got to get a few plugs out of the way. We're on iTunes. You may be listening to us iTunes. right now on iTunes. If you are, ignore this plug. But if you're not, and you have an Apple device, like an iPhone, an iPad, uh, whatever, you can listen like to me. us on that. Yes. Yes. And uh, you can download us for free on the iTunes store. It goes up right away after the show ends. And you can listen to us at your leisure. 
Uh, yes. Secondly, and, and you do not have to pay nine ninety nine a month to do it because it's free. It would be weird if we started charging people ten dollars to listen to this. Yes, a week, ten dollars a week. Make good money, probably. probably. Not. Yeah, yeah. No one would ever fucking no. pay us. This is true. Speaking of things we're never going to get paid for, I'm going to be a guest on the Angry Marks podcast. Uh, we're taping it tomorrow. I'm not sure when it's going to be put up. Uh, talking about NXT TakeOver 2 next Thursday night, live on the aforementioned WWE Network. Brian, are you going to be watching TakeOver? Uh, possibly. I don't know. Does the uh, CBS uh, Thursday Night Football start next Thursday? I don't know. Well, it will probably be I'm debating sure. between the two. You, you'll survive without a game you don't give a shit about. The other thing is playing. If my Cowboys are playing, then you know I gotta watch them. But if not then. Uh huh. I'll probably be watching uh, Takeover. So, um, the Sim- the every Simpsons ever marathon just ended, and I only have a hundred and fourteen episodes left on my DVR. Only 114. Yes. I uh, was watching them quite with quite regularity there when it was actually airing, because I literally taped every episode that I didn't have on DVD. And mm-hmm. I, have like, I have like five or six seasons on DVD, so that helped out a bit. And I was watching them pretty good up until about the middle of last week. I suddenly got sick of it and stopped watching at least as much as I was. And so they yeah. built up and built up to the point that my DVR is 90%. It was 100% full. It was knocking things off I had on there. Uh, so I have to re-record some shit or if ever re-airs. Um, but, uh, yeah, I'm down to 89% on the DVR and 114 episodes. Interesting. Yes. Ugh. So, you, uh, before we get started, do you have anything to say about those Bella Twin segments on Raw? <laughs> those were probably some of the funniest uh, things I've seen in a very long time that has gone on on Raw. I, honestly, everyone hated them. I couldn't stop laughing. Yeah, they were, they were hysterical. Just the one uh, brief thing that uh, Nikki broke up with, or got her prom date in the corner or some shit like that. You, I don't you know. got you got that backwards. Nikki the heel. Oh. Uh in my opinion, like they should have interviewed the boyfriend or the prom date because if you remember before Nikki got the boob job, they looked exactly alike. Identical twins, right down to the last yeah. freckle. Not only that, not only were they identical twins, they also dressed exactly alike all the time. Like, I'm thinking the only reason why one of them got a boob job was so Cena wasn't uh, fucking the wrong one. <laughs> sure. it, yeah. It's like, I want the boyfriend to come on and be like, you look exactly alike. <laughs> I thought I was kissing you. He has you. a legit argument. Yes. He has a legit argument. Yes, he does. Uh, you know, this all could have been avoided if Nikki didn't take those exams for Brie, because if she would have taken those exams, and or, she, or if she would have failed her exams, she wouldn't have been able to go to prom. Nope, nope. Yeah. 
And, you know... Are you mean she's in a director car? Yeah. Mm. Well, to be fair, that was, like, years earlier when uh, Brie didn't know how to drive. Not saying she knows how to drive now. All better than, though. Yeah. You know, Nikki never told anyone. Not even her insurance no. company. Like The good sister I, that she is. Yeah, I hope Brie is uh, paying that premium for Nikki. It's like Nikki took she the heat, her insurance... Her insurance got a hit for it, and uh, Bree's just like, ah, deep, 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 deep. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Ah, so on to the shows we're actually reviewing. Hey, on a new record, only ten minutes into the show. Only ten minutes into the show? We're not doing too bad. No, no, we're actually uh, ahead of schedule than usual. Uh, Saturday Night Hey, are we doing that number... tune this week? No. However, wow. I do have uh, I do have something going off a discussion we had last week. We'll get into it a little bit later, though. Um, Saturday Night's Main Event number 13. It aired two days after Survivor Series 87, and they made absolutely Ugh. no mention of the Survivor Series, which... No, they didn't. Nope. Huh. Kind of weird. Oh, they ta- well, they taped the show about three weeks in advance, so it's not like... Uh, they didn't want to tip their hat when they beamed it across the satellite to NBC. Yeah. Um, the show started, and I'll read my notes. George fucking Steele versus Danny fucking Davis. I I used to like George Steele. I really did. Yeah. Yeah. I don't I don't anymore. Just like I used to really like two out of three fall matches. Not anymore. Uh, we'll, we'll, get to, <laughs> we'll, we'll get to that one here. Um, George, despite Randy Savage not being a babyface and treating Elizabeth right, George Animal Steel still loves Elizabeth and wants Elizabeth to dump Savage for her, for him. Excuse me. Um, that's your mm-hmm. Danny Davis got the heat using an international object. Uh, they had a shitty finish. Steele picked up Davis for a hammer lock, and Danny Davis, in flailing his legs around to try to get out, accidentally kicked referee Joey Morella and got disqualified for it. That bastard. Yes. Was it a Any good comment? kick? Nope. It was one of those kicks that they filmed it bad, too, so he didn't even notice. And why am I telling you this? You watched the show, Brian. What did you think of it? I was just going to see if you would answer my question or not. Uh-huh. I, I think Mr. Davis. I, I feel Mr. Davis spent too much time outside of the ring, running his mouth. It should have been inside battling the animal. Mm-hmm. That's okay, my so story. Us, I'm sticking to it, Damon. Tell us about the next match, Brian. The Randy Savage with Elizabeth to Bret Hart of Jim, Jimmy uh, Jimmy Hart and Jimmy Animal Nightheart. Yes, that. Uh, tell me about it. The, the, the first battle between two future Hall of Famers. Yep, the one and only. Because you know Savage is you know Savage is going to go into the Hall of Fame here soon. We well, both know this. we don't we don't know that. He's got a Blu-ray coming this. out in November. Yeah, and um, also I, I I noticed too that the the Brothers of Destruction have a, a DVD they, coming out, which would be make a yeah. great Christmas present for a, a, no, tr- a hardcore Kane fan. It it wouldn't. It's a shitty one disc DVD. That you remember those Coliseum videotapes we used to get all the time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Would you want me to buy you a Coliseum videotape for Christmas? 
Not really, no. Then you don't want this DVD. It's basically the same. Yay. Yep. Sorry. Um, so, uh, this, uh, one day this match would main event a WCW pay-per-view. But now it's just an almost main event Randy Savage versus mid-card tag team geek Bret Hart. And, yes. Um, they, uh, the story of the match was Savage hurt his ankle uh, during the match. Uh, Liz took his boot off, causing the first three rows to run in the other direction. Um, yes, it was disgusting, I'm sure. Yep, Brett slapped on the one-legged crab, which is one of those moves that they teach everybody in Alberta, much like the sharpshooter. He didn't go to Dramatic Clause Canada. Well, I didn't say Calgary. I only said Alberta. You don't say Calgary. No, you don't yes, say you do. Calgary. Because, well, it's not, well, what if I said Edmonton? It's not the same to say Edmonton, Alberta. Yeah, I guess. Uh-huh. Okay, my ass. Lance, Lance Storm will back me up on this. I'm sure he will. In fact, you should try to get him on the show so that he can back you up on this. I will. I'll get Lance on the phone okay. right now, damn it. Okay, go ahead. Uh, Call Lance Storm right now. Uh, uh, I won't right now. It's a, he might be eating dinner at 7 o'clock in Calgary. Uh, it is. I'm not lying. Speaking of things I'm not going to lie about, Randy... Randy Savage won with a roll-up. Yeah? It was a hell Point. of a match. It was a hell of a match. No? You should watch it again. Oh? You no! Watch it two or three, you should watch it two or three more times. I refuse. Why the hell not? Because I refuse, Janet. Uh-huh. And speaking of Lance you Storm... You can't make a, me. Yes, I can. I can for the 50th episode of this podcast, I'll make you watch that again. Really? And really, all right, out, of all the, out of all the shows I could make you watch for the 50th show, you're going to complain about this one with Brett no, Clark versus... No, it wasn't too bad. No, yeah. no, I guess it wasn't too bad. And then we got up next uh, Hulk Hogan and King Kong Bundy for the WWF by God Championship. Yes. In the in the long-awaited rematch from WrestleMania 2. Long-awaited rematch. Yes, the match sucked so bad they waited a year and a half to do it again. Oh, uh, my God. And we would do it again. again. Yeah, Bobby, Bobby had a, a big surprise uh, for Hogan, which was Andre. And Andre meandered out. And uh, the story of the match was Hogan was not strong enough to slam King Kong Bundy. Uh, of course not. Because he's never done it before. The, well, the teased finish of this match was Hogan going for the big leg and Andre just nonchalantly tripped him. And they teased the DQ. The referee rang the bell for the DQ. But instead of just DQing Bundy, he threw Andre out. And Andre replied by beating up the cameraman all the way to the back. That damn cameraman. He needs to get the fuck out of Andre's way. Yeah. Oh, he beat him up all the way to the back, too. Like, I just kept laughing watching that. And then it's like they did an entire second match. It's like they taped two matches and couldn't decide which one to air, so they put them both on 
back-to-back. One with Andre, one without. Um, Bundy ended up winning by count-out when uh, Bobby Heenan grabbed Hogan's ankles while Hulk tried to get back into the ring. And so Hogan did the only thing that all stand-up baby faces should do. He grabbed Bobby Heenan by the throat and throttled him. That's how he rolls. What were your thoughts on this epic bout, Brian? It was epic. It was long. It was boring. Almost made it fall asleep. It was was long. Speaking of things that are long, Hercules versus Bam Bam Bigelow. All ways to go, you went with Hercules. Okay. Versus Bam Bam Bigelow. He has a long chain. What? Oh, okay. What, what, what part of uh, Bam Bam would you consider long, Brian? I, I didn't know where you were going with that. I thought you were like going somewhere else. <laughs> you thought I was talking about his penis? I would hope not. This is my first I... question. Would be, how would you know this? Well, that's what I'm wondering. What did you think I was talking about? I don't know. But tattoos on Stop Bam yawning. Bam's body. Stop the tattoos yawning on, on the Bam Bam's TV. body. Uh, they're on long. TV? We're yeah. on TV now? We're on TV yeah, now. Stop, nice. stop yawning on the radio. Mm-hmm. They, uh, for the second match in a row, they teased one finish and did a completely different one. This time, it was a double countout. And Bam Bam was pissed because he wanted there to either be a winner or a loser, which just yes. to me sounded odd. Um, and Bam Bam, you know. Yep. And so we got a restart. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Uh, Hercules went to the top rope for a what a maneuver. However, Bam Bam caught him, hit a press slam and a slingshot splash for the win. Yes. That's beautiful. And l- it's freaking beautiful. And literally, those three mi- matches at the end were so long that they took up the entire, most of the entire hour and a half. Yes. That, that uh, would be the last it, match of it. Yeah. What? That would be the last match of the show. Yes, it would be. And talk into the phone next time. Um, Sorry. The show ended. Bundy wanted to wrestle Hogan again, and Hogan wanted to wrestle both Andre and Bundy again. That was a fucking beast. Yes, he's a fucking beast. He's a fucking beast, damn it. Yes. Oh, and by the way, Lawrence. King Tom Bundy is very short compared to Andre the Giant. Yes, uh, Bundy was deceptively tall just because he was so round. I think yeah. I always figured he was much taller than he was. But, yeah, he was a midget next to um, Andre. Hmm. Poor King um, Kong Bundy. Yep. Poor Bundy, Bundy, Bundy. <sighs> Bundy Mania, though, is running wild. And it's hilarious to always hear him yell, or to hear Andre yell, Bundy, Bundy, Bundy. <laughs> Speaking of things that never cease to be funny. Gentlemen, as you know, the ultimate warrior. Fuck it. It's publicly stated that... Damn it, who put that up? Is that $200 an hour? That's... 
It's hard uh, for that to not be funny. Don't you agree, Brian? It is. It is. It is pretty funny. Yeah. But he was abducted by ninjas! Ninjas! Call the cops! There are ninjas kidnapping people on TV! The cops! Did no one get a license plate? Do nin- ninjas! Kidnapping! TV! That won't get old either. No, that won't. No, you are right. That will not get old. Why don't you wake up, Brian? I've been up since 7 o'clock this morning, dear brother of mine. Your uh, nephew hey. went to school. Uh, obviously, w- w- went to school this morning, so, so I took the so, take Noah to school morning, and yeah, I was up pretty early. So you're so you're crying because your son did what he's legally supposed to do, and that's no. my fault. I'm not crying. You told me to go to bed early, go to bed, and I said I couldn't, and I explained why I couldn't. Actually, I told you to wake up. Um, if I told you to go to bed now, the reason why you can't go to bed now is because I'm in the middle of doing a podcast. That's true, too, I guess. Yeah. Uh, uh, so, you ready for the next show? Yes, I am. All right. Strike Force, the WWF Tag Team Champions, they strike with force, and they, for yep. some strange, odd, unknown reason, are defending the tag team titles in a two out of three falls match against the Bolsheviks. <laughs> Which, in case you don't remember, were Nikolai Volkov and Boris Zukov's incredibly large head. Yes. That has a huge head. Not, not not quite as big as the Whitner head, but yeah, it's, it's there. Well, shave your head, Brian. We'll see. <laughs> no. You shave your head. My hair is much more awesome than yours. No. No, it's not. Yes, it is. Nope. Yep. Sorry, I have to tell you this. Okay. <sighs> Let's hear. Boris Zukov really sucked. Nikolai Volkov yes, really sucked. Uh, they went to give Boris a hip toss, and Boris barely got off his feet. Uh, and Martel won really quickly with the Boston Crab, and that's when we learned this was a two out of three balls match. Yes. No, they announced Here's my the question. Strike Force was coming in. I blanked on that. You missed it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Here's my question. Like, why did Martel do the Boston Crab? Like in WCW, WCW actually called it the Quebec Crab when he was in WCW there for a little bit. Mm. Uh, however, WWF, who's usually on top of these things, calls it the Boston Crab. I do not know Emerson. And then the story of the second fall was the Russians, in addition to being really big and bald and... Uh, bad wrestlers, they also are idiots. And the finish was Nikolai hitting Boris with a cane and Santana pinning him. The most entertaining part of the match was the pre-match interview where Slick announced that he was having private strategy sessions with Gorby, a.k.a. uh, Russian President Mikhail Gorbachev. 
Yeah. Thoughts on the match, Brian? <laughs> None. <laughs> you pretty much did a great job because it was just uh, horrible. Like like I said earlier, I was a fan of two out of three fall matches. Keyword was a fan of two out of three fall matches. Well, I'm sure we'll get a couple good ones here in the next show because I think I think the next time there's a British Bulldogs demolition two out of three falls match, which is pretty good. I'm hoping it does. Well, speaking of things that aren't very good, uh, Mr. Fuji and Sika are backstage eating a giant hoagie. And although it wasn't really a giant hoagie, it was a giant piece of bread. And uh, and on this giant piece yeah. of bread, they were putting mustard. And I know you can't hear that, but I was doing the air quotes around mustard. Um, <laughs> Fuji was painting it on. Yeah, taking it out of a giant bucket that had the word mustard written on it. And hey, you know, if, if you can't believe that that's mustard... You know, it said mustard. What else are you supposed to believe? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This is true. Um, that led to Jake Roberts versus Sika. Brian, tell us about the match. Uh, back and forth for most of the match. Fuji does his, his the usual heel manager move. Referee's back's turn. He jokes out. He chokes out Jake. Hits him with a cane. Uh, the win, the the match ended when uh, Sika missed a big splash in the corner, and Jake just rolled him up. And then after match, Jake DDT Fuji and put the snake on him, and bing, bing, boom! That's that's the match for you, folks. Thoughts, Emerson? And you covered it pretty good. The only thing you didn't notice was uh, Sika did not use his breast lean. Um, I guess Jake doesn't have large enough breasts in order for it to be. Uh, useful. I, I'm sorry. You are right. I, and I missed the complete Samoan wing move. But I don't think the match went on that long for that to happen. So He did do the shoulder lean. He did the old Yokozuna. He? Yeah, he did the Yokozuna Samoan shoulder oh. lean. Yes, oh. but he, his was more so of a two-handed shoulder. Uh, yeah, but it's not the Yoko one, then. The Yoko, he's the one hand. Well, Yoko was both hands on one shoulder. Seek was more like he was giving him a neck massage. Maybe he was trying to uh, teach his younger son, Roman, a move. I don't know. Was Roman Reigns even alive? I mean, I think he was, but... I think like, he was, this he was, was like, in 86 or 85. I know Rollins was 86 and Ambrose was 85. I don't remember. I think Reigns was, was like 85, too. So I, I knew yeah. one of them was the same year I was born. I think Rollins is the same Rollins. Too, but don't hold me to it. Ra- yeah. Rollins is the same year. Um, yeah. And by the way, notice who the referee was? Was it Joey Morella? No, it was Jim Corderas. Uh, yeah. Who was who continued to referee for 21 more years, which he, I, I always like Jim Corderas, and hopefully one day we can get him on the show too. And Possibly. Yeah. Yes, Brian, get to, get to work on that, Brian. If I had a way of contacting this man, I would. But yeah, there's this thing called Twitter, and then this thing called email. I don't email. have Twitter. I, I don't Why have not? email, and I don't have Twitter. Why not? Because I don't. So I used to disappoint. 
Well, that's connections. Next. They're using my connections to get like, to get people. All right, and then up next, it was the most anticipated match since WrestleMania three: Hulk Hogan yeah, versus I, I King Kong. To be honest, and I like I was scanning my head through like just any wrestling, at least in the U.S. I don't know what Japan's scene was like at the time, but like there really weren't like any great matches of 1987. Uh, like, Savage and Steamboat, I don't think, ever wrestled again, at least not outside of a house show. Um, mm-hmm. And so, like, and Hogan and Andre didn't wrestle. I guess the only thing that might have been more anticipated than this was Survivor Series when Hogan and Andre both had teams. What the hell just happened to the phone? I don't know why. You, it, you have to listen to it later. You can't even very robotically just then. That's kind of weird. Huh. Yes, it is. Interesting. Um, Interesting indeed. Well, Hogan was sweating so much, it looked like they taped the match immediately after the last one. Hell, Andre was wearing <laughs> the, same, the same suit. Andre for you. Man. Man, the man said oh, he, he only has one suit, probably. Eh. And he, you, want, you ready for some trivia? Sure. This was Bundy's last match in the WWF until, uh, until 1994. This was it. He left the company after this match. Huh. So he dropped to Hogan and then went to... and just chilled. Interesting. Yeah, he basically... He pretty much retired because... If you think about it, he, I guess he did some New Jersey indies in the meantime, but he really yeah. dropped off of the wrestling landscape there for a while. Um, so and before he And before he came back for his run in 94 and 95, and he's mostly retired since. Um, this match saw my least favorite referee get squashed in the corner. I don't know his name. It's that angry-looking ref. Like, oh, you yeah, know what I'm yeah. talking He always yeah, looks yeah, angry. Oh, oh, not once in a while. Look like you like your job, at least. Well, he got squashed in the corner between Bundy and Hogan. Um, and the highlight of this match, at least to me, was Andre ordering the new referee to count Hogan out of the ring faster. <laughs> yeah, that, that was probably definitely a highlight for me as well. And just the Bundy just of, yelling, I'm not Bundy, Andre yelling at the ref for various reasons boo, throughout boo, the match. Boo. Yeah. Andre, Andre, Andre is so tall, he reaches to the ropes, and he's almost hitting the referee to point at the... Yeah. <laughs> uh, Hogan literally won with an Irish whip and a leg drop. That was literally yes. the finish of the match. And after the I'm match, right. and, Andre meandered into the ring after the match, and choked down Hogan, or at least he held his hair while giving him a Swedish yes. massa- Swedish massage. And the British Bulldog, massage. Being, massage. Yeah, the British Bulldog, the asshole they are, came running down after Hogan's already choked out to try to ply off Andre. And then the babyface locker room emptied entirely to get Andre off, and finally took Jim Duggan and his giant piece of wood to. <laughs> get uh, Andre off of Hogan. 
He just Hell came yeah, down, yeah. had uh, dug in, just marched down with his wood in his hand, his very big and very hard, and he hit Andre with it. And Andre didn't look too happy of being hit with the wood. And, uh, Especially when it's long and hard. And Duggan broke his wood and ran away. Uh, Are you drinking over there? I'm drinking water right now, yes. Okay. I, I, I was half concerned you were drinking booze. I am a working man, Emerson. And that was on Saturday uh-huh. night. What What are your thoughts on the match, Brian? Um, yeah, I'm tired of seeing Hogan matches. I'm not gonna lie to you, <laughs> but unfortunately, the early part of Saturday night's main event is Hogan matches. So I guess I'll what do you mean the early? Go with the flow. What do you mean the early parts? Like, he, trust me, he'll be we're there all the way. I say we're about uh, halfway not, through him, and all I see is Hogan, 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 Hogan. Yeah, Hogan, he's gonna Hogan. be on. He's on pretty much all of them, Brian. Yeah, that's true. Even the ones uh, later on. Uh, so let's see here. Then we had in a normally long Coco Beware match. I don't think Coco yeah. Beware has ever been a longer match in his life. Yeah, I, I question marked it when it came when when it went for commercial break. It was. Um, what was it? The match goes past commercial break, question yeah. mark. Like, why? Yeah. Like, they couldn't put anything else on after this. It's like the show, they, yeah. they only did four matches. They usually do five. They only did four in this one and the last one. And, yeah. Uh, no, they only Bruce did two Beef- in, the first, in the next one. Well, that, that was a one-hour show, but we'll get to that in a minute yeah. or two. Uh, Brutus Beefcake yeah. wandered out to ringside, so the referee immediately just told him to turn around and leave, and he did. So that was a waste of time. Oh. My notes read: yes. Speaking of waste of time, this match kept going. Yes. Ev- eventually, after my first after my firstborn child was uh, uh, graduated high school, uh, Valentine won with the figure four. So I'm, I'm an uncle. Oh, you've been an uncle for almost twenty years now. And then Brutus Beefcake came back out and cut some of Jimmy's hair, which if you ever watch Legends House, you'll know how big of a deal that is. Jimmy is a big fan of his hair. Very big fan of his hair. Did you ever watch the show? What, Legends House? Yes. Or that specific episode? Any of them. I watched some of them. Um, No, I, I have watched some of them. I watched probably about the first four. And then for some reason, I just got sidetracked and didn't watch them anymore. So, I didn't get caught up on my Legends house, I believe. Mm-hmm. But now since you know, Nitro's finally on the network, I've been watching Nitro. I've been watching, uh, uh, what else have I been watching? Nicole got into Total Divas, so she's been oh, watching that. I feel yeah. so bad for you now. Yeah, I, I think she uses my PlayStation more than I do. Having to watch that damn show. <laughs> oh God! I mean, the highlight for me is watching my uh, smoking red hot, flaming red haired girlfriend, Eva Marie. But yeah. Honestly, Ariane and Trinity are hotter than Cameron and Naomi. Yeah, I agree strongly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Couldn't agree with you anymore. Yeah. Hmm. I still think 
I still find Natty to be the least attractive person not named Eva Marie. Hey, now. Hey, now. You're a rock star. Get scheme on. Go play. No. Okay. So, so who sings better, me or JoJo? Probably JoJo. Have you got... Have you got to the episode yet where JoJo sings the tons of funk theme? Yeah, I, I'm past. That was like the second episode. Well, I don't know how many I episodes... Was, I, the last one I watched was uh, be, TJ and Natty's wedding. To be fair, I don't know how many episodes you actually pay attention to. Just because Nikki watches these things doesn't mean you watch these things. Yeah, I watch it for Eva Marie. Yeah. You know there's this thing going. called... There's this thing called internet porn, Brian. Yeah, yeah. And you can go on and the internet. Viruses, though. And it causes viruses. Not all, not all of it. And you can go on mm. to the internet and dis- and download all this different pornography, and you can be very happy and have everything on the clip of your. Um, so the show ends with the startling announcement that after being choked for five minutes consecutively, Hulk Hogan will not need surgery. He does oh, not have a crush. God. He does not have a crushed larynx. He is tougher than that pussy Ricky Steamboat. Oh, thank God for that. Jeez. Steamboat don't know what yeah. he's talking about. Nope. Tough guy. So. Oh. We know Hogan still wants to wrestle Andre. We know Andre wants to wrestle Hogan. But the question is, when will they wrestle each other? I'm going to see I next Saturday night's main event. Well, that's impossible because the next show was on Friday night. What? Friday night. It was the main event. It wasn't Saturday night's main event. It was the main event. Saturday. Yeah. It was Friday mm-hmm. night at, I think, 9 p.m., uh, thirty. It did like thirty-three million people watch that show. Is like, that why you, it was like on, on WWE Network? Like the the numbers are off. Is that why? Yes. Yeah, they do. Okay. They have all the Saturday night's main events, uh, and then after that, they listed all the main events for whatever reason as separate shows after that. Which technically they were, but it still, you know, was annoying. Yeah, that's true. This uh, is very true. But yeah, like literally, like it was the most number of people to ever watch a WWF show by far. Huh. They were not joking when they did that intro talking about the largest uh, network audience ever. Like, well, that's good. Like Raw on Monday. That night. Raw on Monday got like 4 million viewers. Like, that's sad. He, you just keep that in mind. It's like when Raw and Nitro were going head to head in 1998, their peak was uh, 10 million viewers. Hmm. And this this one show did 33 million. That's insane. Yes, it is. Especially for, especially for back in what 1989, this was. 88. 88. Yep. 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 Uh, 33 million. That, yeah. I cannot wrap my head around it. And speaking of things I can't wrap my head around, it's time, once again, 
for everyone's favorite segment. It is time once again for that time every week when my brother Brian will go into the history books of wrestling to find that one question to try to stump Emerson. Uh, Brian, I didn't harass you this week about this, so I hope you've actually no, you got a question. I, I do have a question, Emerson. I always have a question. Always. Well, I, I usually harass you just to make sure you don't forget. I, I will never forget Stump Emerson. I will I almost remember. threw my talon about a month ago. I almost threw a talon, but I have to come back. I'm still waiting for your epic question. Your... No. The question that you'll uh, quit over if I get it right. But uh, for now, Brian, here we go. Are you ready, Brian? Nope. Take a big deep breath anyway. Uh, Grab a drink. It is a long question. Grab some iced tea. Grab some water. Eat some brain food. And give it to me, Brian. Stump Emerson. Why do I have to eat brain food? Why do I have to eat brain food? To try to find out a question that's so awesome that you'd stump me. Uh, all right. Well, by the way, did you like I, when I... I when what? Did you like when I posted the uh, song on YouTube for you the other day? Or the song on Facebook? I did. I, I did. I appreciate that, Emerson. Yep. Yes. Very much appreciate it. Anywho, back to Stump Emerson. Uh, t- today, I'm going to do a little twist on it, Emerson. You're going to ask yourself a question? No, 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 no. What, what I'm going to do today is we're, we're, going to play, we're going to play the game of Who Am I? I'm going to give you little clues on a wrestler, and you have to tell me who that wrestler is. Okay. Fair enough? Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to stump you by... Yeah. How, how many... See if we can go how, from there. How many are there? No, this is just one. It's just one guy. But oh. there's clues on who oh. the guy is. Uh, okay. Well, I didn't know if you uh, uh, had like ten of them, and I was going to curse you out for not mentioning no. it earlier, and we could spread it no. out. All no, right. But I, I will tell you now. I have one, two, three, four, five, six clues on this guy. So. Yeah. All right. So. Let's All right. Ready? Start. I'm ready. All right. Who am I? Growing up in Clearwater, Florida, my early favorites included Dusty Rhodes and Mike Graham. Hulk Hogan? Okay. You're not going to take a guess after every single clue. I get six of them. <laughs> well, it's like, okay, go on. I, I wanted to follow in the footsteps of Ernie Ladd and Wahoo McDaniel. Wahoo McDaniel, but after complete reconstructive surgery uh, injury ended my NFL dream, I was trained by Steve Kern. Okay. Okay. My character is varied between heel and baby faces, but I'm known best for my simple, fun, loving ones and not my dark, outlaw, thug-like ones. Okay. My memorable early battles included Jerry Lawler, Jeff Jarrett, Sting, Ric Flair, Rick Rude, and Ricky the Dragon Steamboat, while my later ones included the likes of Tom Pritchard, 
Badass Billy Gunn, The Big Show, and William Regal. Okay, got that. Okay. Uh, okay. I have I have multiple titles to my name, but I'm most proud of my tag team titles. Tag team title reigns. Okay. Okay. Since stepping aside from pro wrestling, I still do indie shows. However, my newest goal is to follow in the steps of the Guy Fieri and Michael Simon. Emerson, who am I? What was that last clue? Um, since stepping aside from pro wrestling, I still do indie shows. However, my newest goal is to follow in the footsteps of Guy Fieri and Michael Simon. Are you... Who are the last two people? Guy what? Guy Fieri and Michael Simon. Guy Fieri? Mm-hmm. And Michael Simon. Guy... Who the hell is Guy Fieri? And on top of that, who, who the hell is who, Michael Simon? Who, 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 who am I, Emerson? So it's somebody you feuded with... Big Show and Billy Gunn in the 90s, at slash 2000s, whatever, and feuded Hosel with Hogan and all them in the ni- in the uh, 80s. Okay. And he said he's known for this? What? He, known for? His feuds with all these his, random people. His, his memorable battles were with people like Jerry Lawler, Jeff Jarrett, Sting, like and then Rick Flair, Rude, Steamboat. And who did you say trained him? Um, Steve Kern. Steve Kern, Skinner. Because when you said Clearwater, like the only person who came out of Clearwater was fucking Hogan. Um, let's see. I really should have if you would like, you can. If you would like to, you can ask me questions, and I will answer them. How old is them. Or, how, how how old is how he? old is he? Yes, I'm gonna say about mid forties. Okay, that's just an estimate. Mid forties. I'll cut your questions off at three. I'll give you three questions. Wow. His mid forties. That's an estimation. I don't know exactly his age, but that's just an, an estimation. For well, me. look, look, look it up. Oh my God! You're killing me, Paul. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Any more questions? Oh, I'm waiting for the Thank answer to this one because I don't want okay. I don't want to use up my questions and okay. Wow, that's pretty good. Forty-five. Pretty good. Forty-five. Yeah, it's forty. That's pretty good. Forty-five. She was born in '69. Sixty-eight. Okay. She was born in sixty-eight. Um, let's see. Hmm. 
Okay. I mean, some of that just seems a bit wacky. Um, let's see. Fear with... Hmm. I get... Like, that stuff has got to, like, turn off a little bit. He wrestled... He was born in 68... But he mm-hmm. was with all those fucking people in both the 80s, all these wrestlers from both the 80s and the 90s. Like, I'm going through all Billy Gunn's feuds because there can't have been too many. And so it's like, <sighs> let's see here. He was born in Clearwater? He was born in Orlando, but he grew up in Clearwater. Okay. Let's see. I know. He, he he wasn't some jobber either. I mean, he he was he was pretty known. I didn't just pick some some random jobber and you know. You, you wouldn't. You, you you wouldn't surprise me. <laughs> no no he 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 was a known wrestler. <laughs> if you pick like Steve Lombardi or some shit like that. No. Um. <laughs> okay. Has Steve Lombardi ever held the tag team titles? You never told me he held the tag team titles, Brian. I said he had multiple titles, but uh, he, okay. The clue is I have multiple titles fighting in my most proud of my tag team title range. Was the fifth clue I gave who, you? Who was his tag team partner? For the most, like his most proficient tag team championship partner? Like, who did he hold the belts the most or the longest with? I can't tell you that. Why the hell not? You said I can ask any three questions. I said I would agree to it. That would just give it okay. away. Okay, I have to fine. think. Fine. When was the last time he held the tag team championship? The last time he held the tag team championship? They're killing his balls. You really are. You're killing uh, the show, Brian. I am sorry, Emerson. I was not expecting, you know, I just threw in the you can ask me questions thing at the very end. Well, you should know these things. Like, if you ask me questions about uh, about things that I was trying to stump you with, I'd be ready for it. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. There Have you go. figured it out yet? I just now got to the thing.
1997. 1997 was the last time, and was and is it safe to assume it was in one of the big three companies? Yes. Okay, so it's either WWF, WCW, or ECW, and let's see who were champions in 1997 in the WWF was Owen Bulldog. Neither of them feuded with half of those people. No. Austin and Sean, they're both older than 45, or what is it, 47, he said? 46. No, it's 45, 45, sure. he said. Sure. Yeah, thanks. Austin and Mick Foley, no, because Mick is from Long Island, and Austin's from Texas. The Headbangers, no. Um... Why can't it be the Headbangers, Emerson? Well, you said that they feuded with Hogan and Rude and Flair. and I never said Hogan. Two. You keep saying Hogan. I never said okay, Hogan. I'm sorry. Flair, Rude, Steamboat, and Mosh and Thrasher never feuded with either of them. <laughs> you never know. I, I'm pretty sure. <sighs> I think I know the answer, and I think you're wrong, but I'm trying to think just to make sure that it is uh, who I'm thinking it is. And so I have one more question, right? See. Yeah, because WCW, the whole year, was the Outsiders, and then for a very few times, the Steiners. And... And he said he was, uh, his favorites were Dusty and Wahoo. No, Mike Graham. Dusty and Mike Graham. Who the fuck liked Mike Graham? <laughs> this guy supposedly. <laughs> no one likes Mike Graham, not even Mike Graham. And he was or trained by who? And he was trained by who? Steve Kern. Steve Kern, that's right. Why did I think you kept saying Wahoo? You said Wahoo at some point. I did. I said he wants to follow in the footsteps of Ernie Ladd and Wahoo McDaniel, but after a complete reconstructive shoulder injury and his NFL dream, he was trained by Steve K-E-I-R-N. Kern, yeah. Yeah, okay. The hell? Let's see. I'm just going through my head here. It's like, who the hell feud with half these fucking people? Um, let's see here. Like, that's the thing that just, like, drives me crazy. Like, they were champions in... Ni- his last champion in 1997. Like, who were the ECW champions? The Eliminators, the Dudleys, um, the Gangsters, and... Yeah, it's not going to be the fucking Gangsters. Um, let's see here. Um... 
Uh, and then it was. with half those goddamn people either. Um, this is amazing. Um, what? Who the fuck would have feuded with any of these people? Um, born in, let's just have one more question. I can't ask the tag team partner. Um, nope. Last champion in 97. Hmm. I think of a good one here. And it was champion of one of the big three companies. Right? What? I'm sorry. I said it was champion of one of the big three companies in uh, 1997. He was a champion in 1997, yes. No, I asked you he was a tag team champion in 1997. Yes. In one of the big three companies... And you said yes. Yes. And by one so of the yes, big three he companies... Champion, he, he, was, he was a champion in one of the big three companies in 1997. Yes. That's, not what I, that's not what I asked and you said yes to. You I asked, asked me if he was a tag team champion. I said yes. In, in 1997, in one of the big three companies. Yes. And you said yes. yes. Okay. Yes. So, that, so, so why are we arguing that? I, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. Okay. Um, let's see here. You're killing me here, kid. I'm the not killing you. Not... I'm actually making you think. <laughs> yeah, the, f- the fucking show's not going on for an hour. The damn thing could be over by now, but... G- guys uh, probably celebrating right now listening in on this. Mm-hmm. You started thinking, that's... God damn, he got him. Like, the ECW champions were the Dudleys, and neither... Still. Yeah. It was the Dudleys, and, like, I gave them up to the fucking Dudleys, because... But they wouldn't have feuded with Steen, but they wouldn't have feuded with Rude. Like... Who the fuck feuded with them? Uh... Van Damme wasn't a champion in 98, plus Dudley's were fucking champions multiple times since then. It wasn't Scott fucking Hall. It wasn't Kevin fucking Nash. It wasn't either of the Steiners, because they both held the belts after then. Let's see here. It wasn't the fucking FBI. It wasn't fucking Furnace. It wasn't fucking LaFon. What's he say fucking MGH word? It wasn't Candido or Storm. It's like... I can't wait to hear this. I'm like, in like, in your 100 percent sure, you haven't gotten any of these wrong. La 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 la. Ryan, let me just double check. I'm here. Let me just double check. Yeah.
Да, да, да. And I'm going to ask one more time. He was tag team champion in either the WWF, WCW, or ECW in 1997. Yes. Hmm. Okay. So that eliminates the person I thought was thinking it was. Hmm. Yes, all my facts are correct. Let's see here. It's born in '98, trained by Steve Kern. And I know it wasn't anyone at WCW, and I know it wasn't anyone in ECW. So going back to the WWF, and like I said, I know it wasn't Owen, no, it wasn't the Bulldog, no, it wasn't Austin, no, it wasn't Michaels, no, it wasn't Mick, and I know as hell it wasn't the fucking uh, uh, Headbangers. And then, so the other two are, L, or the other three are LOD, the Outlaws, and the Godwins, and. Give me a list of those people that we're feuding with. Again, it was Steamboat. Okay, it was... Okay, the clue was my memorable early battles were with Jerry Lawler, Jeff Jarrett, Sting, Ric Flair, Rick Rude, Ricky Steamboat, and his later ones were with Tom Pritchard, Billy Gunn, The Big Show, and William Regal. Was the clue. All right. Okay. <laughs> okay, I think I know who it is now. Uh, did he ever do a job in a match in TNA that he was not actually supposed to be in? No. Are you sure? No. <laughs> I don't think so. I don't remember him in TNA at all. So you're telling me it wasn't Dennis Knight? Wasn't I do not Scott? know. I do not know. You don't know if the answer is Dennis Knight? Oh, is that is that your answer? I, I, I didn't know. Yes. I don't know. If you're just yes. saying stuff out loud or what. Keep in mind, I don't remember him ever wrestling half of these people, but... Uh, out of everyone that it could possibly be, Dennis Knight. Final answer. Yes. Okay. Correct. Uh, when did he ever wrestle <laughs> half of these people? Okay, from WWE.com. In the Where Are They Now article okay. on Midian. Okay. Oh, my God. Wasn't there like a two-minute clash of the champions match when wrestled Sting and Flair? How is that? I have no idea. I'm just... Yeah. Okay. The clues were... Yeah, we're we're done with that. All right, on to the next show. 
Uh, <laughs> really? Yeah, it's it's like that was the dumbest. <laughs> like, good God, kid, come on. How was that the dumbest? Like, when did he fucking wrestle Jeff Jarrett? It's like even Flair and Sting, okay. He, he wrestled, wrestled Flair Jeff Jarrett when he wrestled in the Carolinas early in his career. And this was a memorable battle. I, uh, in his eyes, yes. Uh-huh. And by the way, you know whom, if you wouldn't have said Regal, he was my guess. If you wouldn't have if said what? Regal. Because Regal, Regal, he had memorable matches with all of them, and actually memorable matches. And if yeah. you wouldn't have included Regal in there, I would have said, yes, Regal. <laughs> I, and I, I didn't want to make you, it too, too hard on you, but, yeah. Like, so you, the, the guy that the matches from North Carolina in the late 80s. Like, let's pick him. They were his early career matches. I could have been like, he, his early his first character was Leatherface to rip off the, the, the horror guy. Could have told me he was Sid. I could have. And then, like, his wow. Southern Justice was from a movie, it was from Chow Foon Facts 98 action film, The Replacement Killers. Could have been, could have said that, but mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, be, before we move on, I I've got to play. Last week we talked about the Bob Uecker Andre the Giant segment from uh, WrestleMania four, and we were debating what Andre screamed at the very end. And Did I you finally get a clear video of it. Clear is not the right word for it because it's still the same bloody garbage, but. Uh, I'm going to play it here, and you're going to see he did not say foot. So let's uh, play it here for our adoring listeners. And uh, go on here. Let me find that there. There we go. Hi again, everybody. You know, this this thing is really getting kind of serious now. I haven't been able to locate Vanna White, and I, I was supposed to... Uh, hi, Andre. Go hey, my good buddy. Vanna, you get me. You get the giant... The only professional wrestler who's still undefeated. And Hulk Hogan, I'm proud to be it because now Ted DiBiase is on his way up. That's why he paid me for, to keep you out of the tournament, Hogan. And you are. And I know one thing, and that's why the people go to know too, and that's why they go to remember. You are the ex-champion, Hogan. <laughs> well, there you there you have it. I still haven't found Vanna White. He is champion. Don't worry about Vanna White. Now, Hulk Hogan, Hulk Kamina is over. <laughs> hey, how about, getting your, how about getting your foot off my shoulder? So what did he say? <laughs> That's not my foot, it's my hand. I'm hoping. Yeah, but that's not off of J.R. <laughs> uh, obviously, it was, it was so clear. Why didn't you get it? On that. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, later on, I've got something special for you um, as well. Oh. But, you know, it took us 30 minutes to get here, but it's time for the main event. And it was the main event for the first time since WrestleMania three. Hulk Hogan. Andre the Giant 
for the World Wrestling Federation Championship. But first, for something we think you'll really enjoy, Honky Tonk Man and Randy Savage, Honky Tonk Man changed the course of WrestleMania 4 when he refused to do the job and lose the belt. Savage was supposed to win the belt here, and Honky refused to lose, and Savage ended up getting the WWF title out of it. Hmm. Before we get into this match, can we talk about how Ogun was working out the Jake Roberts theme before? Sure. Talk about it. <laughs> and how weird it was? I, I hmm. don't know. Maybe Jake lent him some his uh, iPod, and that was all. They there. didn't have iPods. Uh, they didn't have iPods back in the '80s, Emerson. Are you sure? Pretty I'm, sure. I, I was more uh, laughing that Peggy Sue got her own entrance. I know. And, and, <laughs> you, know, and you know, who was a Hall of Famer, just not get his own entrance. Oh, Pe- Peggy like, Sue. Peggy fucking Sue. Peggy Sue's God. a Hall of Famer too. What? You know who you know who she is, right? Or she no. was. No. You're sensational Sherry. Really? Yeah. Huh. Yeah, I that's who it was. That. With a wig and big ass sunglasses and whatnot. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was Sherry. <laughs> big ass. Huh. What's the had her do after she dropped the belt to Mula? She didn't drop the belt to Moolah. She dropped the belt to Rock and Robin, but she was still the champion at this sure. point. She beat Moolah oh, for the belt. You say it like we, you know what the hell you're talking about. Sure, yeah, I would do. Uh, Savage won by Countout. Anything to say about the match? No. I mean, if I, if I was them, I would also be flirting with, trying to flirt with uh, Miss... Elizabeth's the entire match, just like, you know, they were trying to do, but, eh. She's dead, Brian. Yeah, back then, I meant. Not now, obviously. Of anyone I know would flirt with a dead woman, Brian, it's you. Thanks. Thanks. You're welcome. Next. time. Up next was Andre Hogan 2, or... Since, you, since they wrestled like 50 times in the late 70s, early 80s, part 52, but we forget about that. Who's counting? Yeah, yeah, cool. Um Hogan, here's the funny thing. Hogan did his supposedly live interview backstage wearing the old WWF title belt, and when he marched out to the ring seconds later, he had the new Winged Eagle title. I was say, I didn't think that this is the first appearance by the Winged Eagle, winged eagle belt. Yep. And, yep, uh, so this match, it sucked, but you, mm-hmm. you knew what you are getting going in. It's Hogan yeah. and Andre. It's not Savage Steamboat. Uh, yeah. And, Ho- and the finish saw Hogan go for the big leg from an angle that was completely ridiculous, so Virgil grabbed his ankle. So Dave Hebner went and chastised Virgil, and so uh, finally Andre gave Hogan that weird twisting suplex hip toss thing he did. And Hogan yes, Hogan kicked out at one, but Dave Hebner uh, counted to three anyway. I was trying to think mm-hmm. of how to compare this to, because this is 1988. Hogan was champion for over four years at this point. 
Like, that's something, like, you can't even grasp these days. Like, if somebody holds the belt yeah. for six months, it's like, wow, he held the belt six months. But yeah. he held the belt for four years consecutively. And I, I compared it to when Brock Lesnar beat The Undertaker this year. Because I bet there are people who are in that audience that can swear that the bell never rang, that no one had any idea what was going on, how, and like, why, and they were wondering why the hell Virgil was jumping into the ring and uh, the referee ran out of the ring. I guarantee there are people who are wonder, who were, swore all that stuff, much like we did when we were there when Brock beat Undertaker. I still don't think that bell rang. At the it end of did. That match. I think they added that in the DVD. It was not. There are people who uh, can swear because there's a lot of people. It's not just us who never heard the bell. Like, mm-hmm. I, I still don't know how we never heard the bell. Like, it's just so crazy to look back and we never heard the bell ring. But the, but everyone who watched it on pay per view or the network can tell you that it rang after Brock Pin Undertaker. It's like, I'm paying attention. Like, we're at Wrestle Fucking Mania. So, of course, you're paying attention. Yeah. And we yeah. did. Like, when he counted three, like, I joked. I remember joking. I'm like, ah, he screwed up. Undertaker just barely got his shoulder up. And somehow I didn't notice the referee walking across the ring, ringing the bell, and Paul Heyman, like, I was wondering, why the hell is Paul Heyman getting into the ring? It didn't make any yeah. sense. And that's why, for people who watch the show on uh, DVD or watch the show uh, live, why no one seemed to react except for shocked Undertaker guy for a good 30 to 45 <laughs> seconds because we didn't realize what the hell happened until they were flashing 21 and 1 up on the screen. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I, I, I honestly like, thought Heyman just came in the ring with, like, the, 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 we had the camp, we had, like, a the video, the TV yeah. screen's right above us, and I was watching it on yeah. that. And I thought Heyman just came in like, you know, oh my God, I was, was so close. He was interfering like, or something. Oh my God. Yeah, oh my like, God. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah, I'm like, when you're watching... When you're watching the show, like, you see, like, I think they show a, a close-up of Brock laughing, and you suddenly hear, oh, and that was when they put up the things on the screen. And well, at first they, they put the 21-1 thing up, and then he took it down. I thought they fucked up. And then they just kept flashing it up there. I'm like, yeah, that look on our faces like, is memorable. Dear God. Well, not, not as memorable as Shocked Undertaker guy. No, that that was or, or Angry Ms. Girl. But, yeah. No, ang- ang- poor Angry Ms. Girl. <laughs> I know. I feel bad for that girl. That, that poor girl. She's like 12 years old now. And, oh, my God. Uh, that poor girl. Um, so Hogan lost the belt to Andre, and Andre immediately surrendered the World Tag Team Championship to Ted DiBiase. And all I could think is, dude, what the fuck did Force ever do to you? <laughs> uh, I don't know. Or straight force. Probably didn't buy yeah. Andre enough whiskey the night before. They they lost the belts without even getting into the ring. Hope, or Andre just gives the belts up. And he also yeah, turned no. out he also gave up the world title as well. 
Um, and that set up WrestleMania 4. And so, yeah, that... Like, can you imagine being... Even watching the show live, like Jericho, in his book, he talked about how he had to work that night, and his friend came running over to tell him what happened, and it was just... Like, just the shock that everyone was in. And I imagine if you were watching it live, you're like, oh my god, he he lost? He won. Hogan did not win, Brian. Well, like, Hogan won. Like, Andre, they were talking about Andre won. That's what I'm saying. Well, it's Hogan. He beats everybody. And so when he loses, it's like... So they were shocked when Andre won, yeah. Yeah. Like, and so we go to the back, and Hogan is screaming about how much did the plastic surgery cost. Oh, by the way, the, uh, it was Earl Hebner, by the way, in case you can't figure it out. Uh, the real Dave Hebner came out, and, of course, they're twin brothers. And Hogan couldn't, was like, which one of you is the asshole that took the money? And how did they figure out which one was the uh, real Dave Hebner and which one wasn't? Because the Earl went by the gut. No, Earl knocked down Dave, and that's how they figured out which one was not Dave Hebner, and that comes to the conclusion that oh, Dave yeah. Hebner well. is a pussy. It's like what? What else? How else can you describe it? Like Dave Hebner gets knocked down. It's like, oh my God, that mu- that's must be the fake Dave Hebner in the ring now. It's like, so Dave's a pussy. Everyone knows this, and that's how Earl outed himself. Mm-hmm. So Hogan, instead of Hogan, has never apparently heard of twins because he's backstage screaming about how Teddy Biasi uh, had plastic surgery done to another referee to look like Dave Hebner. Of course, I was personally impressed by Dave always gets his man. I don't, I don't know how like how they had Dave Hebner like in the back. I don't know if he was tied up or something. But what a coinky thing to just happen to get untied and run out just at the end of the match. Mm-hmm. 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 So it's magic for you. Well, we were supposed to have Strike Force defending the tag titles against the Hart Foundation, but Andre forfeited those titles, so this match was for the vacant championship. And the show, um, they didn't have any time to air the match. Well, I guess they could have, because the yeah. match went two minutes, um, and actually ended while the closing credits were being flashed across the screen. Strike Force yeah. beat the Hart to retain the title. And they better have gotten that TV check for that. Yep, they got a hundred bucks for it. Uh, you know, that's all, that's all Vince paid people for TV back then. Was a hundred bucks. That's insane. Well, because his theory was that uh, they're giving these people all this worldwide exposure. So why should he pay them? Like the only people yeah, who really got paid. The only, the only people who really made money off of it were the, uh, uh, I'm talking about the jobbers. They usually got 500 to 750 each night. Damn. Yeah. Vince took care of his jobbers. Hmm. And that was, and that's the main event, Brian. What did you think of it? The last one was pretty good. I'm not, I'm not going to deny it. I mean, <sighs> better than most. So, uh, TNA uh, finally put tickets on sale for Bound for Glory, and yes, it's in did. Cork and Hall. It's in Cork and Hall in Tokyo, and if they sell out, it's, it'll be a whopping two thousand people 
which, you know, would be sad if that wasn't probably one of their highest attended shows of the year, of 2000. Mm-hmm. And, well, speaking of... The effect made it I don't know if sad is the right word to describe what's being promoted in Japan as the main event. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Not, keep in mind, the teenage champion is Bobby Lashley. His top contender is Bobby Roode. Uh, mm-hmm. They have Kurt Angle. They have the Hardys. They have the Wolves. They have Team 3D. All these people, and the match that's being promoted in Japan as the main event is a tag team match with the Great Muda and Yoshihiro Tajiri teaming up to wrestle James Storm and Sonata. Who does not belong in that, in that, in that match? All four of them. <laughs> that that is the WrestleMania main event for TNA this year. Well, their version of WrestleMania. That is the main event. And the funny thing is, like, I'm I was almost tempted to buy the show just because of the idea of Bound for Glory in Japan, just because it just sounds like it sounds something. I don't say huge, but it sounds amazing to think that they're going to do the show live, well, not live, but uh, in Japan. It's yeah. Just, yeah. But, yeah, at this point, like, they better have one hell of a card announced um, to make me think, even think about buying it, because I remember last year's Bound for Glory, I fell for it, I bought the show, they had seven matches, and with the exception of Ultimate X, which was just, fucking retarded they did every single match hey, for, hey, 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 for free they did they did every single match for free on impact in the next two weeks and most of them were better than the pay-per-view well of course they have to be they have to they knew that they were going to go head-to-head with the hottest podcast in the world right now and so they put and a year later so they so they did a whole bunch of rematches on Thursday nights because they're afraid of our show debuting seven months later on Wednesday nights. Yep, and they knew they were going to get switched to Wednesday nights. So they had to, you know... They're going to switch to Monday uh, nights? We're going to... That reminds me of Impact tonight. <laughs> <sighs> uh, like, it, it's funny. I almost never remembered until we're do- in the middle of doing the show. <sighs> well, yes. before we get going... Um, I got something to play, because we were talking about this earlier, and then I went out and found it. Let's play.
you're telling me that I can't sing better than that? No, you, you have to remember this. She was sick, so yeah. Yeah, uh, okay, yeah. It's like, excuses, excuses. That That was the worst singing ever. Yeah, probably. Uh, That's true. So we are just about done. We managed to end it. Before we end, uh, a a special get well to, I guess, Hall of Famer Jacob Snake Roberts. He just got taken off a ventilator system, so he's supposedly doing well. He had double pneumonia, I believe is what he had, and was on life support there for a while, but some bitch stuck it through, and he's doing good right now, so... Speedy uh-huh. recovery for the snake. Well, we are going to be back next week. We are almost halfway through. There's 42 episodes, and we're going to be doing 16, 17, and 18. Well, we're going to be doing three more. Technically, it, it's going to be numbered 15, 16, and 17. It's everything to do with WrestleMania 4, and then the start of the Build to Survivor series. In 88. Mm. Honestly, I don't remember. I remember they do a Ted DiBiase-Randy Savage match in the first one that's better than WrestleMania 4. And I remember they do Savage versus One Man Gang in the second one. That's all that I can guarantee we'll be watching. Hey, there's no Hogan in those matches. I think in the first one, Hogan takes on Harley Race. Takes on who? Harley Race. Oh, yeah, Hardy the Race's last match. No, it was in the WrestleMania 4 Battle Royal. And then he was back oh. in early 89 to job the haiku. Yeah, still. Uh-huh. One of his last matches, at least the one that caused him that serious neck injury. He had, in, he had intestinal injuries. Whatever he had. Whatever. Whatever. That's a sick, poor, lonely dog out there, Mr. Hunter. Something outside of you, but whatever. Whatever. Oh, snap. Now what? It's not true. It's bullshit. I did not hit her. I did not. Oh, hi, Mark. Oh, Uh, hey, Johnny. What's up? I have a problem. Yeah, that's what. I will play that every Uh, bloody week. You were going to watch that movie. Nope. Hi, drunk or both. The only way I'll do it. Since when do you do drugs? I don't, but I might need it for this. You just you said know. you would have. Uh, Finally, we're going to this first. Drunk or both? Yes, yeah, so you would consider it if you were smoking pot. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Welcome to Americana Butcher Shop. We don't sell no soda pop, but if you're looking for good beef, this is the place to stop. Ernest, come on over here. We're going to take you in the treasure chest of beef right here and show you what it's all about here at Americana. Come on in here now, Ernest. Oh, man, and look at that nice piece of veal hanging up there. Ernest, tell him folks about this veal That's right here. Nice oh, leg of veal. Yeah. Leg of veal. And what is this two-legged creature right here? We know That's what that nice is. Nice leg of lamb. Leg of lamb. I love leg of lamb. What we got right here, the old rump roast and everything. That's a nice rump roast. Ooh, and we know what this is right That's here. The bologna. This is bologna, and we are full of it today. Yeah, come on over here. We're going to make some Americana 
Right here, ground up beef. Look here, stick it right in there. Get that thing working down in there. Now look down on the other end here, and you will see some of the finest Americana ground beef in the country right there. Woo-wee! That looks so good. Let me tell you something now. I'm going to tell you one time. You cannot beat my price. <laughs> but you sure can't beat my meat. Hey, aren't you? Uh, I can't believe they aired Classic. that. In, in 1989. Mm. Think about, can you... Like, they, they could not get away with that today. And they, got away with that in, and they got away with that in 1989. That you sure can beat his meat. Uh, poor, poor old Dusty Rhodes. Uh, by the way, Brian, before, uh, before we get going, make sure to watch the October 14th, 1996 Nitro, specifically during a Jim Powers match. <laughs> well... For a different reason than, oh, it's Jim Powers. Tony Schiavone gives a special shout-out to Mr. Lawler. Interesting. Yes. I mean, it's what's on Yes, October 14th, 1996. All right. And, well, that's going to do it for this week. Yep, we had to bring the song back. I was too sad last week. He was very sad, I'm sure. Yeah. So that's Whitner. I'm Emerson. So long and farewell. Good night. Adieu, adieu, adieu. Good night. Brian Gay, very, very gay. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.